Hello once again, everybody. I'm the Common Sense American, and we are now about a week away from perhaps the biggest election in our lifetimes. And uh, last week, I did a show about how I think that Trump might be rising, might be surging. I, I know I've gotten a lot of flack for saying that I believe Biden is going to win. I believe um, it, it's been it's it's an uphill battle for, for Trump. Um, I believe that he has faced an unprecedented, an unprecedented amount of a uh, number of obstacles. It's, it's amazing. The fact that he is competitive at all in this election is a testament to his accomplishments and how much he is loved across the country, despite a four-year blitzkrieg from the mainstream media to try to get the entire American public to hate him. Um, and that's really all it's, all it's been. As a former and to some extent current member of the media and uh, being a writer and editor and journalist for 18 plus years, um, I can tell you that many days I'm embarrassed to even do what I do because it's not journalism anymore. There isn't anything about, uh, about it that's objective. They all have a narrative to push. And I'm sorry, but this counts on both sides. Um, right now, be, because the mainstream media has basically become just a left-wing propaganda machine. And there's no cracks in that anywhere. It used to sort of vacillate a little, go back and forth. Now it's just, they didn't bother to hide it. They don't bother to, to hedge their bets. This is what they are. And to counter that, a whole other group of journalists and, and news sources have popped up being very right-wing. Right? You've got Breitbart and Gateway Pundit and Daily Wire and Daily Caller and, and uh, Red State and The Blaze and all those places, right? Now, I'm not saying they're bad. What I'm saying is that some of them use questionable sources. I know. Uh, we all should acknowledge that. Um, and I'm not saying they're better or worse. What I'm saying is they are distinctly right-wing. Of course they are. And the problem is you have people only reading those, only watching those, and thinking that that's the unvarnished truth, just like you have Democrats and leftists listening to CNN and MSNBC and all those and saying that that is the unvarnished truth. Now, every, each, one, each side is pushing a certain narrative, let's face it. Each side is presenting details and pieces of information in a way that will appeal to their audience. That's what business is. You're selling a product to a certain demographic, to your, to your customers. And you have to know who those people are. And knowing who those people are, you produce the product that they're going to want, which is precisely what the MSM has been doing for years. And they, they basically made it so only leftists are going to watch or listen or buy their stuff. And again, in, in reaction to that, the right-wingers uh, have popped up with their own publications. And it's created more polarization. It's created more, uh, less objectivity. And I, I, there's, no, there's no going back. Unfortunately, I don't think you're ever going to reclaim uh, the objectivity of journalism, the integrity of it. It's gone. They, they just, they don't care anymore. This is the narrative that they're going to push. Uh, whatever their publication is, it's very difficult to find one that's sort of right down the middle. Um, it just is because they don't really sell well. They don't. People don't care. They want to be. They want their views to be reinforced and supported. They don't want to be challenged. And again, that's people on both sides. They just refuse to accept any other uh, mode of thinking. Now, I will say that that seems to be the fault of leftists far more often, especially in recent years. 
they are absolutely not going to listen to anybody. And that has sort of infected the entire country. Um, and their response to everything is hostility and negativity and nastiness. These people are just animals. And that is something that I don't see happening on the right-wing side. Uh, but what I do see, and I'm telling you this right now, as we get close to this election, what, what we're finding is people who cannot talk to each other anymore. And I did a podcast about this some months ago about how the lack of communication uh, is sort of shocking and a little scary. Um, and I know, I get it. Conservatives, Republicans, even libertarians to some extent, often feel beaten down and suppressed and censored. And in many ways, especially on, on the internet, social media, Google, you are. There are there's plenty of evidence to support the, uh, the, the idea that you are being suppressed, that your views are being shouted down and silenced. That's absolute fact. How much that's happening is up for debate, but it's certainly happening. That is a given. And I don't see that happening at all on the left-wing side. And it's no surprise that all the, the big wigs in charge of these giant corporations tend to lean way the hell left. And it's reflected in what that company does. That's not a surprise. Um, however, what, what that has created is uh, our side, the reaction is now we don't trust anything that these people are saying or doing, and perhaps rightfully so. Um, but you can't go too far. You know, you can't put up a negative story about Donald Trump and then without even reading it, just call it fake news because you don't like it because it's negative about Trump. That is just as bad as the, uh, the person who writes the thing about Trump with, with false information because neither one of you are doing anything that's even remotely uh, what I would call there's no integrity on either side. You're just ignoring each other. One person's doing wrong. The other person's just saying fake news. The other, And what if it is? What if it's real? What if it's something we should be listening to? What if it's something that would affect the thinking person's vote? What if that article had something in it that directly affects your life in a lot of ways? Maybe it's just speaking directly to you and you didn't know this about the president or you didn't know that this was something the administration was doing that is going to have a negative impact on your life or you think it is. Shouldn't this be something you address? Don't just automatically assume that if it's negative, it's fake. I completely understand why we are jumping to that conclusion. I get it. We have, again, we have plenty of evidence throughout all of journalism, if that's what you want to call it, down through the past four years, make us go, why should we listen to a word you're saying? How many times do you have to recant or apologize for a screwed up story with, with either bad sourcing, or just outright lies in the middle of what's supposed to be a news article, how many times does that have to happen before the populace goes, you, you have lost any semblance of reliability, and we're not giving you our trust anymore, why should we? And But you can't just ditch all of that, jump over to one of the right-wing publications, assume that they're just being completely honest and 100% correct sources and giving you all the news exactly as it's meant to be said without twisting. Of course they're twisting it. That's what they do. They want you to read it. You're their audience. They, they're going to cherry pick the good stuff for, for, for the Trump administration. They're going to cherry pick the bad stuff on the Biden campaign. They're going to give it to you. That's what they do. And I'm not, I'm, again, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have those. We have to counter what's coming at us in a lot of ways and say, look, there are, there's another side to this, as there always is. But it, I would much prefer to simply have 
objective news organizations that see both sides, present both sides with no opinion, which they can't seem to do anymore, no twisting, no bias, no skewing, and show it to you and allow you to choose for yourself. And the reason they're not doing that anymore is because they honestly believe the American public is too stupid to make their own decisions and to form judgments and opinions based on objective material with no opinion infused into it. Right now, we only have news publications on both sides, very little in the middle, both sides that are basically telling you what to think and how to think. It's happening on both sides. One side is telling you to hate Trump, the other side is telling you to love Trump. They're, they're not, neither one is going to be giving you a, an article that says, this is what happened, think what you will. There's always a little bit of opinion or subjectivity injected into it. Even in straight news articles, you will see certain sentences, certain wording, certain phrasings. Even the way the headline is structured, if it's a straight news article, right? I see it all the time in the New York Times. It's, it's shameless. It's absolutely shameless. If it's Trump and coronavirus related, it will have a negative connotation to the headline. It will, it will start, you know, as cases or deaths soar, Trump, yada, yada, yada. You know, that's what it will do. It won't have, and even if that really doesn't have very much to do with the subject, the main point of the article, that is what they will lead in with. And that's just one of many examples, right? You know, if you see signs of the economy recovering, what they will do is say, amid record down year, market shows glimpses of recovery or something like that. They will start in a certain, this, there's a psychology to writing headlines. And there's a psychology to presenting you with the information. And both sides are, doing, are taking advantage of that and taking advantage of you. And I think you should feel a little bit insulted and a lot manipulated. And if we're not capable of talking, this is this has also created the, the gap between us where we can't talk to each other. Because one side firmly 100% believes what the, their news people are putting up, and they're not going to listen to anything else. And if it's something they don't like, they're just not going to believe it. That is an eight-year-old's mentality. Read it. Don't just read the headline. We have way too many people just reading headlines and throwing it up on social media and freaking out. Um, read the article. Come to your own conclusion. Think about it for a little while, if you need to. And you probably do. We all do. And then maybe say, okay, does this change my view in, in some way? There's a reason why I think there's a, a huge number of independent voters. Um, there's, there's, there's a large number of unaffiliated voters. I'm one of them. And um, it's not only because, you know, they're seeing Democrats as authoritarian tyrants, which is exactly what they've become. Um, and they will ruin this country and have ruined this country in so many ways in the past decades. And the people are starting to acknowledge that. Uh, but it's, and it's not only because Republicans have sort of proven to be sort of ineffectual in combating it. Uh, they, there's a lot of talk, a lot of hot air, but we don't see a huge amount of action. Um, but primarily because we simply don't toe the line on either side. There are subjects and topics where we break from a certain party which is why we remain independent. Uh, there's certain things we just, we're not going with that. There's certain things I don't go with Republicans and conservatives on. Um, most of it I do. You know, I will say it's probably, I mean, if you had to pigeonhole me, it's, it's going to be, I, I don't know, 80, 90% probably conservative. Well, probably more like 75% conservative, 25% libertarian or something like that. Um, and 0% Democrat at this point. Although again, there's you think they're so crazy. I say I have certain views that I think are more leftist and more liberal leaning, but the left has gone so far left 
then I can't I, I can't identify with any of that. So I don't I, I don't get it. It's illogical. It's insane. I don't want any part of it. But there are certain things I just don't agree with with the right wingers on. Um, there's smaller things, you know, and they're not they're not very big. They're not going to make any conservative hate me. Um, they'll make liberals hate me, which I really don't care. Um, but the point is, the reason you're seeing so much unaffiliated, so many more independent voters, so many more people that are now condemning the two-party system is because the two-party system has created what the experts 100 years ago have always said it would create, which is in just a mass polarization, a huge wedge into the middle, driven there by uh, the media and by, in this case, the education system and entertainment, both of which extremely powerful influences on our society, especially today, that have managed to divide a country right down the middle and have sowed distrust and hostility. And we're all sort of falling prey to it. You know, I find myself unable to listen to any of these um, sometimes newscasts or, or, or news personalities on the left for more than two minutes. I can't do it. It's so over the top. It's so stupid most of the time. And it's so pandering and insulting and manipulative. I don't understand why more people don't feel that way. But I try to get that other side. I try to get that perspective. You know, I say, I've, I've asked, why are you voting Biden? Why? All I want to know is why. And, you know, most of what comes back at me is not pro-Biden, just anti-Trump. Just, well, we can't have Trump in there. That's your answer. That's why you're voting Biden. And that, uh, that I'm telling you, the majority of Biden votes cast. I'll, I'm saying the majority. I'd say 60%, maybe more, are just anti-Trump votes. That's all they are. They don't really like Biden that much. They just don't want Trump in there. Now, I can't talk to these people. I don't understand that mentality. I don't get it. You can't even give me... And then I'll say, okay, so you hate Trump. All right. Uh, I need to know why. You need to lay out your case for me. There needs to be a list, a big, long list of why you hate him. He did this, 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 this. They can't do it at all. They can't even do one. All they do is he's a racist demon. Start foaming at the mouth. They got nothing. Nothing. They can't point to anything. Just stuff they've been fed. Oh, his tax cuts only help the wealthy. Wrong. Every single statistic on the planet says it's wrong, but whatever. You don't have statistics. You just have what they fed you. The, kid, the kids in cages thing. No, wrong. It wasn't him. That was Obama. Well, actually, it dates all the way back to Clinton. But again, we don't, they don't care about the truth. It's just got to be against him. Coronavirus. Well, got to be him. I never knew they could actually pin that on him, but I figured they probably would eventually. He tried to close down traffic from China long before this became a massive issue. They called him xenophobic, and boom, we have a problem. In fact, he was trying to uh, limit the flow of foreigners to this country for a long time, for most of his presidency. And gee, you know, if you let him do that, maybe it wouldn't have hit us, hit us as hard, right? But no, he's just, he screwed everything up. Again, I don't know why. What would you want them to do? You're supposed to, the states have to govern themselves in this issue. That's part of the country's law. And that's pretty much what they did and pretty much what he always said. And by the way, states did exactly that. We have plenty of Democrat governors that went completely nuts with their strict lockdown policies. Trump didn't get in the way of that. What did you want him to do? What more did, did you want him to do? What, what? A federal mask mandate? What, what difference does that make? It's basically, it was basically mandated everywhere anyway. And the places where it was exploding early on were wearing masks just like everyone else. 
Just in certain circumstances, they weren't. And was that the reason why? I don't know. You have to implement a mass, a federal mass mandate to see that happen. And Trump specifically said he wasn't going to do it because it's very much anti-constitutional. Uh, anti and on top of which, you can't enforce it. There's no way. He knew that. We all knew that. Logically speaking, you can't enforce it. Even Biden had to admit at one point that you couldn't enforce it. And he said all he was going to do is encourage the, the governors to, to take the proper precautions, which is nothing different than what Trump did. But again, this is the difference between the sides. They're going to believe what they're going to believe, and we can't talk to them, and they're not going to talk to us. If we don't have any form of communication between the two of us, this is just going to get worse. It won't matter if Trump gets reelected or he loses. It won't matter. We're still going to have a country that is severely divided right down the middle. We got people, and it's going to get worse. Violence is going to get worse. Distrust is going to get worse. People are not going to want to even go out and interact. I, you're going to reach the point where politics, you don't say a word. I've, I'm long since reached that point. I don't, I'm Switzerland when I'm out and about. I don't know. I don't even, there's, it's not worth it. What's the point? You're not going to convince them. You're not going to get them to say, oh, okay, good. You're right. I'm going to vote Trump. That, that's not going to happen. It'll never happen. They have to come to that on their own. There are plenty of Democrats who walked away in the past four years. We know that. But they came to that on their own after opening their minds up a little and realizing that they're being manipulated and insulted and that they actually started to read a little, that they actually started to care about facts as opposed to the manipulated concepts that were being shoved down their throats everywhere they turned. And then once they had the facts and statistics and looked back, at what they were being fed and realized just how far apart they were, they started to go, I don't want any part of this. And they left. They, you know, Democrats have become the party of believe what we say, do what we say, or we're taking a bat to your head. And that's what it feels like. And that's precisely what it is. Everything out of their mouths is an edict, a threat, a warning. Nothing about what they do sounds even vaguely like democracy. It sounds exactly like socialism, authoritarianism, communism. They're tyrants and bullies, and that's all they are. And the weird thing is, bear in mind that if you ask leftists, they're going to say something very similar about right-wingers and Trump. Trump's a bully. Right-wingers do the same thing. They do it worse, although they don't have the stats to back that up. I see a lot of riots and protests and a lot of burning and looting and damaged property and people being hurt. And 95% of that statistically is from the left, not from right-wing protesters. Oh, no. But they're still going to believe what they're going to believe because what has the MSM been doing? They've been desperately trying to say it's all been peaceful protesting anyway. Well, it's peaceful protesting if it's a leftist protest. If it's a right-wing protest, it's violent. This, and, and then, again, you look at a right-wing news source and they'll say precisely the opposite. What you want is the statistics. In this case, the statistics... And the numbers bear out in favor heavily of the right-wing side. But sometimes that's not true. Sometimes it's just not. Sometimes what the right-wing news sources are feeding you is not accurate and is skewed and is manipulated because they know what you want to see and you will like it and you will share it on your Facebook or Twitter or social media. You'll share it with your friends. You said put it in an email. You're going to do it because you like it. There are certain things in this world that we don't like and we have to accept as, as fact. Okay? Trump's not perfect. I still want him there. I very much prefer him there than Biden or any Democrat at this point. But he isn't perfect. 
There are certain things I want him to do better. There are certain things I think the administration can do better. There are certain places where I think the administration failed that they can improve on in the next four years should they get the opportunity. I don't think anything's wrong with that. I think that's a normal, common sense, thinking way of approaching any presidency. When it was Obama, I didn't like him. I didn't like what he was doing. I think he hurt this country. I think I had a laundry list of issues with his policies, and I can tell you exactly what they are. I can run down a box and say, look, this is all, and none of them have anything to do with the fact that he's black or the fact that he's, you know, kind of borderline socialist, you know, at least my, that was sort of my perception. I thought he was a decent speaker. I don't think he's a, I don't think he's evil. I know a lot of people do, but there's a lot of problems I had with his presidency. I can't believe he was reelected, but then again, in some ways I can. And that's how I see it. I, don't, I didn't like him as a president. I don't care if you say that uh, you don't like Trump. That's fine. You have to tell me why. And it has to be something besides what you've been fed in a soundbite by an organization that wants you to think a certain way and all you're doing is parroting that, which is all you seem to want to do. We cannot fall into the same trap. Right-wingers cannot fall into that same trap because we have to be better than that. We have to be better than what's happening to the left. We cannot fall prey to the same thing. And you have to acknowledge, yes, that some of these right-wing publications are showing the other side of things, and we need to see it because the left-wing publications won't show it to us. And we should have that to have something well-rounded. But always remember what's there. Is it even possible to have 35 pro-Trump, anti-Biden news stories every day? That, that would imply that everything that Biden did is bad and everything Trump did is good. We know that's, I can't, that's not humanly possible. So be, you know, be, discriminate, discern, figure out for yourself. That's all I'm asking. And if we can't do that, it won't matter who gets elected because this country will continue to have a major problem. We need to figure out how to talk to each other. The internet has caused all kinds of problems on this. And I've been saying that for a long time. Um, it's just... It's, it's, it's created, helped create this gap, this schism, this massive uh, gap of perception and ideology between us, a lot of which has just been sort of implanted in our heads and isn't true. And we, we, we've got to find a way past it. We just have to. This is nuts. So anyway, that's my sort of pre-election rant. Um, I know it didn't really have much to do with the election, but I, again, the election, yes, it's important. But how this country is structured and how we're going to progress through these next few years, regardless of who's in charge, that's what's most important. And we've got to find a way to communicate with each other again, or we're just going to become, you know, tools for either side. Or what's going to happen is you see a lot more people turning independent, you know, going in the middle of the road, which I hope, actually really hope to see. That might throw a wrench into the two-party system and create an opening for a third party, a legit third party that has a chance. That has a that actually has a real platform that people will listen to and has a chance of being elected around the country. You know that could be interesting, libertarian or whatever. Um, but something. Anyway, that's it for me. Uh, thank you once again for listening. I, I, I'm I'm appealing to all the uh, level-headed, intelligent individuals out there, um, as always. And I urge you to uh, continue to use your brain and eyes and ears and think for yourself, regardless of what where you stand on the issues. Uh, and if you can do that. You will be an asset to this country uh, because you will be an intelligent, advanced, truly progressive human being uh, who does not cave to propaganda. It's easy to do. It's easy to get lost in there. Um, but remember that individualism comes first and your responsibility to yourself comes first. 
because after that, only after that can you start to think about other people um, and how you're going to present yourself to other people. So that's it. And uh, again, I, I will see you again next week and we'll see how this election goes. Uh, definitely pulling for Trump uh, just because can't deal with Democrats at all right now. Uh, thank you and I'll see you again next week.